This is Bert. This is Charlie. This is Dietrich. And we are the Techno Feudal Lizards. All right, well, all right, here we are. I mean, it's episode three, Techno Feudal Lizards. Uh, I guess, special guest, Benjamin Trotsky. Yep. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? You know what? If I was doing well, I'd be lying to you. I'm not going to cap, but I'm a little bit excited to be here with you. So, uh, you used the podcast room before or no? Nah, it's my first time. It's kind of uh, underwhelming, not going to lie. Underwhelming. Whoa, whoa. It's got some Chill, interesting setup, but uh, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. We'll have to get the full experience. What'd you expect? I don't know. I, don't know. I just thought it was going to be darker for one. <laughs> I mean... You, stop a, making fa- What are you making faces That's a weird before? expectation to have of a room, just for it to be dark. I feel like podcast is like a dark, like closet kind of vibe for a podcast. Well, I think I think um, you say that because like the only podcasts like you see are the ones that are filmed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's like, fair. and with those yep, podcasts, like that you have to make it aesthetically pleasing. Like, whereas this, like nobody sees that we're just basically in like a closet, like a janitorial closet, like with like mics and like a table. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. kind of chill. I can turn the lights off while you try this if that's what you want. I'd be down for that. All right. What else would you be down for? So, how's this work, Bert? Well, typically I just ask you questions, but um, uh, turn the lights off, please. Yeah, this will be the first dimly lit episode of the Techno Feudal Lizards. I like it. We're in for Isn't it better episode. right now? I kind of do like it, yeah. It's a better vibe. It gives me more confidence because I know people can't really see me. Yeah, we're going lights off from now yeah, on. That was yeah, a game changer. That was a game changer. Trotters, all right. All right. How'd you get the name of the podcast, Bert? Um, Did you listen to the second episode? Yeah. No, I didn't. All right, we'll go listen to that. We're not re-explaining that. Yeah, it's already been explained. If anyone is wondering, please check out episode two, Tommy Madden. I listened to the first episode, though. Uh, Kind of struggling to find out what your theme is for this project. There is no theme. What do you expect? Well, do you have, like, certain topics you like to talk, or is it just just shooting the shit? Well, you'll see. I love to swear. Just just, just relax and just... just, Take a deep breath. Let it happen. Let it happen. You don't don't have to fight it. You don't have to resist it. We're just going to... We're just yeah, gonna exactly. we're just gonna ask questions. All right, All right, Trotters, go for it. Speaking of the first episode, Trotters, uh, Luke Carroll, I know you were president. I think eight, eighth grade, right? Do you think ninth and tenth? Ninth, ninth and tenth. tenth? Ooh. Do you think you would have made a better uh, president of the school than Luke Carroll? Um, I can say this with one hundred percent one hundred percent confidence. I would not make a better president than Luke Carroll. Mm-hmm. He does a lot for the school. I mean, I'm in the Senate, so I can see what he does, and uh, I would not put in that effort. So, you know, probably a good I will admit, so last year, like when there was like the elections, like I was a Trotters guy. Everybody else was a Luke Carroll's guy. I was a Trotters guy. However, my opinion has de- like has definitely changed. I think Luke Carroll like is a great president <laughs> and would have been is a way better president than you could have been. No offense, but I'm just saying like that kid, like. He lives and breathes it, you know. No, he's on. You can't compete with that. No, you just I can't. can't compete. And with I wouldn't that. try. I wouldn't and you're a dip, you're a different person. I mean, Luke Carroll. I mean, this is his thing. No, he's definitely the right choice on behalf of the grid. And yeah, he's, he's I, a mean, good call the I mean, yeah, it was. I think he's. I don't know. I don't think it's a stretch to say that he's probably the greatest president the school's ever had. I think that may be a stretch, but yeah, that, that, could, be, be, that could be. a stretch. I don't know. I don't know. Because I am saying that without knowledge of any other class president. Yeah, true. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But I don't know. Who else is on the Senate with you? It's uh, me, Tommy Madden, Shane, Figler's the VP, and then uh, Carol's president. Is Shane the worst senator? He seems like he'd be the worst senator out of the three. I don't know. The senator's kind of just vibe. I'm not going to lie. We, 
Yeah. You show up to the meetings, we give our input and uh, not much else. Is so. this is this all uh is this all G Sol? Is G Sol No, G Sol does nothing for the Senate. It's all Miss Sweeney. Miss Sweeney. Yeah, she's the she's the one so behind what, the so scenes. What, so what is G Sol? So G Sol just kinda like puppeteers like the uh like the elections and stuff. Just like the election. I think because well, he, he's the fifth form guy. Yeah, he's really involved oh, in DC okay. too. He does a lot of the DC. I know he does DC work. Well, you know, hopefully we can have G Salon and uh He's a big podcast guy though. Is he a big podcast? Yeah, he okay. likes long form journalism, so he's big into like interesting. Long, like four hour podcasts on like atheism and all that. <laughs> so just Trotters. looking over at you, I, I can't help but notice Trotters has Pretty similar hair to Luke Carroll. I know. Maybe with like a. Do I actually? Yeah, good leaders might tend to just have good hair. Yeah. Put that on an XY graph. It's funny. It's, it's like um, they have like a piece. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like a hair yeah. piece. It looks like you just placed it like a little <laughs> exactly. Lego man on yes. top of their head. Yes. Well, yeah, it's standard issue. It I is. Think. It is. It's, it's required, a, actually. Trotters, do you use any product in your hair? No, nah, I'm all natural. Really? Let's go. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not about that. Well, shampoo, and, and that's about it. And so do you think if if the people had known that before the election, that your hair was natural and Carol's wasn't, do you think that would have impacted the result? Um, to be honest, I don't see how anyone wouldn't know that Carol uses product in his hair and that I don't. I mean, it's pretty self-evident, I would say. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, if you told – if you would – I think you – it looks like you use product in your hair. Well, yeah. I'll That's take that as a compliment. pretty impressive natural hair. I'll take yeah, that as a compliment. But. Yeah, I don't know. Trotters, what's your biggest fear? Oh, damn. I guess my biggest fear in life, in life or just in general? Yeah. doesn't necessarily have mm. to be something tangible. I guess it would be living, like, an unfulfilled life. That's the, that's the what, biggest What does that fear. mean, though? Yeah, that's deep. I think I think you can't really understand that till you're on your deathbed and you're kind of looking back at the things you've done. But if you kind of look back and have too many regrets and are disappointed with the man you were, then... But, but what is fulfillment? Is that subjective to the person or is there Oh, it's 100% standard? subjective to the person, I would say. But you never know. So what do you think is a fulfilled life? I don't think I'm had the perspective to really comment on that yet. I'm just kinda living living day by day at this point and hopefully that gets me where I want to go. What do you think? But Bert? if if I I mean I guess I'm gonna use your same lazy answer. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just go along as it you know, as I do. But um, you know, if you had to look at yourself in forty years, what what would you What would you like to accomplish? I guess I'd like to be a good uh, family man, a good, hopefully, a good presence in wherever I end up, um, whatever field I end up as a career, and you know, maybe I won't last forty years, and I think I'd be okay with that. But huh. um, hopefully, I do. We'll see. What do you think you're gonna pursue in life, as far as outside of college goes? Yeah, I have no idea to be honest. I'm hoping to uh, figure that out in college because. My family wants me to go to the medicine, but I don't know if that's where I'm headed. I'm in that same boat, yep. I actually want to go into the uh, military, but I got colorblind issues, so they wouldn't let me go Are to you the serious? academies. Yeah, I was I was really big into like the Naval Academy, like 10th grade and even into junior year, and the, I was like, really want to go there, and then I just found out that they wouldn't take me, so. See, yeah, I feel like I, I, those I, schools, they have so many weird requirements that... The thing is... Really, if you go into the military, will it actually affect the you? The thing is, no, it's like, I, I, um, I, yeah, I, I've had those same aspirations, but I've kind of, um, you know, been reconsidering them lately. I mean, I would just lie. Like, when I had to do my forms, I just lied. 
Well, it's a test, so they bring you in and they give you like a physical. Is this for like the Naval Academy? And yeah, it would be like an eye test, and even if you like pass the one to like apply, they give you it like every two years or something. You have to retake it. Mm. If you fail it and you're somehow in, then you get to like go chip paint for five years, and that doesn't sound very fulfilling to yeah, me. So that is true. I was talking to Tori yesterday. He was talking about I don't know how early he wakes up to go get a donut, <laughs> and uh, he was saying that fruits. he has to wake up early every Tuesday and Friday to come to Belmont Hill to do his, like, little Air Force test. And one of them is to stand or to go down on your knees and try and throw a basketball 100 feet. Do you yeah. think you'd be able to do that? That's a uh, – And the, why are they requiring it's that the as a measure of strength? Because they say it's actually, like, a very good measurement of, like, upper body strength and explosiveness. Is so that, it's, it's like you're on your knees and you literally just have to propel, whether it's a basketball or a medicine ball – as far as you possibly can. And they say it's, like, the most accurate measurement of, like, someone's upper body strength. More is that, than like is a that 30 feet of air, or does that include a roll? No, it's, no, it's 100 it's, feet. 100, it's, sorry, yeah. Of air. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, 100 it's, feet of it's air. until it hits the ground. Typically, they sure. do it with a medicine ball, but, like, I assume they just tell them to do yeah, it with a basketball to practice. Ball. I know, yeah. but... All right. Um, huh. The basketball, I think... no way I can get that a ball 100 feet. Can he do it? Yeah, he gave a vague answer. Yeah, he gave I feel a very like vague answer. There's no standards for the test though. They have that um, the, like physical readiness test or whatever they call it, um, but there's no like set standards that they publish for people. So it's kind of very secretive what numbers they're lo- actually looking for. Yeah. So I guess he said his answer was that technically you don't have to throw it 100 feet, and that it's basically just to measure up against the rest of the applicants. Yeah. And they use but that they as say like a number. F- but, yeah. like, 100 feet would be, like... Would be, like, a comfortable number. Yeah, yeah. an acceptable number. Mm. It's pretty interesting that they do that because that's, like, a pretty progressive thing. Like, that's, like... They do that a lot at, like, fo- at like football camps, new football camps. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, um, where were we? Talking about the Naval Academy and stuff like that? Yep. What specifically did you want to do? I want to be a Navy nuke, so it's, like, the guys who run the nuclear engines on the... Huh. On um, either submarines or aircraft carriers, but um, apparently you need color vision to do that. So you, you, you power hungry bastard. Why? <laughs> you, you just wanted to be the guy that pulled the trigger. No, you wanted to no, be no. The nukes, the nukes aren't the guys that shoot the missiles. You're talking about engines. I'm talking right? about oh, engines. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, not the guy that like sits in the missile silo. Oh, different, different guy. Okay, all right. No, I'm not that. I'm not that much of a psychopath. I hope. Do you <laughs> think that like nuclear energy is the best form of energy? Are you one of those guys? Um, I'm not too well read on the topic, but I, I certainly think it's a great alternative to the fossil fuels. Are, are you are you a fusion advocate? Yeah, I would be. Yeah, I think th- there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of problems that arise from it, as far as you know, the radioactive waste and all that. But not I with think, fusion. Well, they haven't really figured that. Well, no, it, it, isn't the byproduct of fusion just water? Is that fusion or fission? fission. I think I think we're mixing them up. No, fission, fission well. is what they have now, and it's it's when the uh, like uh, the uranium isotope decays, and that creates energy, and that gives, um, you know, radioactive waste. But fusion is like this new way that they're doing it, where they like take the take two elements. I don't even know what they are, and they put them together, and that creates energy. Oh, and it's, it's a lot more. Sustainable. So it's like a star. Kind and the of byproduct, it. yeah, and the byproduct is just water. Well, that'd be great. The thing is, like, they, they can just figure that out. They haven't, yeah. It, it, the the technology isn't there to like use it at a large scale. But people are saying like that's the most, um, you know reasonable way to, you know, replace fossil fuels, especially, like, on the grid level. Talk to Ethan O'Neill about it. He's, like, obsessed with that. All right. Maybe I'll have to bring him on and ask him about that. Maybe. 
But no, like he's doing his whole he's doing his econ project about that. Is he really? Yeah. Maybe I'm getting maybe I'm mistaken. Yes, he is. He talks about that all the time. Yeah, I think you're right. How he like wants to monopolize. Yeah, yeah. Like Yeah, yeah, because he started really early. <laughs> yeah, he's obsessed with it. Yeah. Huh. He like that's like what Big he wants Econ to do with the rest of his life. Big Econ guy. Yeah, it's a pretty chill class. Yeah, I didn't get accepted into it. I got denied. I, I don't no, think it's you a, have to like write like a one page thing on why. You yeah, want to be, yeah. I, I never did that. Yeah, that, that's, that's really BS. a formality. I think yeah. it's does your schedule fit? Yeah, this class. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's only one of them. Yeah, you know heard the application. Yeah, was well, BS. I mean, I was talking was to Gisol G- last year, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to take this class. He was like, yeah, hundred p. And I got my schedule, and I didn't get it. I take FAM now. Well, it, which we, is chill as hell. Yeah, we're writing. We're writing a final paper right now. A lot of words for that. A lot of age. That sucks. Final paper is, is a little tough. You don't want to be in the class right now. Yeah, no. No, I'm very happy that I ended up in half am. Sick class. Yeah. We mm. vibe out really hard. Trudders, you a uh do you like art? I would say yeah, I mean I'm uh, who doesn't like art as a as a human? I don't know. I feel like you'd have to be a total psycho not to uh appreciate art. What do you like specifically? I'm big I like music. Um I appreciate sculpture. I'm not big into like paintings. To be fair, like so, modern so, art, but um, I guess I'm not an art connoisseur, but I certainly appreciate. So trotters. It. So, let me ask you a hypothetical. Let's say in 20 years you're a trillionaire. You have all the money in the world, and you live in this great big mansion by the ocean. And in this like mansion, it. you have a um, a giant forum, like you know, a forum, like the uh, the entryway to the house, you know, with a grand staircase. Yep. And in the center of the forum, there's a big pedestal, and on that pedestal, you have to put one piece of art. It could be a sculpture, a painting. Anything. It could be something abstract. It could be anything in the world, something that exists, something that doesn't exist. Like, what right. would it be? What would you put there? Uh, I think I'd put a Bernini statue there. Uh, maybe the uh, Apollo and Daphne by Bernini. I really like um, his, like, work with sculpture. I don't know. Are you familiar with I'm not. sculpture? I, I, I'm familiar with I know what a sculpture is, but Dietrich can Pull it up so we can see that. Yeah. Pull that up. It's pretty impressive because he, he basically makes the marble look, like, super, super lifelike. What's the name of it again? Uh, Apollo and Daphne from Bernini. Huh. Well, who was Bernini? I've never heard of him. Some Italian dude. Was he, a, was he a? Oh, he was a Renaissance. Wow, that's cool. So you'd have. Uh, so you're a big fan of busts. Oh yeah, that is cool. Oh, that's not. That's not it though. Oh. That's what a is it? Can you just describe yeah, it? Let me, let me see if I can pull it up. That's exactly what you just said. No. Oh, is it this guy? That. Yeah, that's one of them. That's his David. But yeah, it's the same sculptor. Huh, that's cool. So but you're you're a big. So you, you wouldn't go with the Michelangelo David? No, I, I think the Bernini David's actually better than the Michelangelo David. What about the one where uh, what's it called? The one in uh, where Jesus is in Mary's arms by Michelangelo? Oh, Pieta. Yeah. The Pieta. Oh yeah. I, I mean, that's these are all great works of art. But I'm yeah. I'm not but you'd say you're a sculpture guy. I I what, what I'd say. Mean, what would that, what would that mean to you? What would that sculpture mean to you? I guess it's just a it's a cool piece of art. It's really embodies like the human form, and like you can huh. see a lot of emotions in that in the, in the piece of stone that maybe you don't really think could be portrayed in that way. And I think that's really interesting. So, what about you, Chuck? What would you choose? I mean, I don't know what I would choose to put in my house. I mean, well, I you think, have to. First of all, listening back on the podcast, I say I mean far too much, and we might yeah. have to get hot sauce <laughs> and put it in every time. <laughs> all right. Second of all, I think the best piece of art I've ever seen was um, in the, uh, what's it called? The MFA? the 
No, no. We'll come no. to you. It's uh, the chapel in Italy. In, uh, the Sistine Chapel. Vatican. The Vatican. Yeah, the Sistine yeah. Chapel. Michelangelo's Michelangelo, painting on yeah, the ceiling. The creation of Adam. Yep. I, just, I assume it is what you're something to. that is where God. Yeah, no, is it, you really like can't explain it. You can't explain it. Like, and that's not it. That's literally the smallest piece of it in the center. Yeah. It's, the fact that he no, had to go on his cool. back yeah. and paint all that is you can't really appreciate it until you see it in real life. So I think that's. And you know the lore behind Michelangelo, too. Yeah, that he would dig out uh, bodies from graves well, that and he, study them. Also that he was gay. Yeah, he was gay. Yeah, well, yeah. he would do it with men. Yeah. Of course, yeah. he had an infatuation with men. But he would also go to graves, and people caught him, like, digging up bodies to study them yeah. so that he could perfect painting them and sculpting yeah. them and whatever. That's pretty So, hardcore. yeah, he was definitely a weirdo. 100% well, a weirdo. I don't know I'd go there. I mean, I think he was like, I, I think I'd go dude, there. I think that's 100% safe a to say. weirdo? You I don't can know. study... A human that's alive. He's one of the greatest human up. minds of all time. Yeah, and I think with genius also comes a bit of craziness. I, think I don't know. I like his story. Fair to say, I think. Yeah, no. There's a lot of like it, brilliant people that are just like total weirdos. That he was employed by the church, yet at the same time he felt that, you know, he truly felt that he was, you know, a castaway and a nothing because he was gay. So it's pretty interesting. Well, he didn't like the church. They kind of blackmailed him. Well, they. Well, yeah, but you know, I don't know. It's ironic. Dietrich, what about you? I know I've asked you this question already, but... What question? The art question. Can you pay attention, please? Like, what sculpture I would want? doesn't necessarily have to be a sculpture. It could what be a piece of art? Yeah. Uh, well, we were talking about a painting the other day. I know. It was um, a Van Gogh, right? Yeah, it was... Um, Frick, what's it the was, name of it? Um, it's like it was Wheatfield wheat. in Cyprus. I think, I think Van that's... Gogh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. It's a beautiful uh, painting. What does that do you, favorite? like... Think about art so much. Like I don't know. I, I like this question a lot because I think it like tells you a lot about like who a person really is and like what they value. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like if you could have one centerpiece that like represents your whole life and what you find interesting and what you value. Like was, Dietrich's, I thought Dietrich's was very fitting for him. Show them the painting. Yeah, th- I think this is a cool one. That's a nice painting. Yeah, Dietrich really, cool. yeah. yeah. I mean, that just shows me that Dietrich like he values serenity and tranquility. I don't know. It's just cool. What do I value? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm I think you just like the aesthetic of it. Goes. Yeah. What do you value? I don't know. So if I if I had to do something, I would have a a a fossil of a pterosaur, a fully uh, a is full that considered com- art. Yeah, could be anything. Doesn't necessarily have to, art. I mean, what is art? I'd have Fair. a full, complete fossil of a pterosaur, preferably a Quetzalcoatlus, which was kind of like the biggest pterosaur, a forty foot, you know, giant, you know, lizard for lack of a better term, you know, from 100 million years ago. I don't know. I just think a it's really cool. Is this say? where the lizard infatuation comes from, Bert? It's like this, um, yeah. It's like kind prolonged of dinosaur It's obsession. just, um, I don't know. Because lizards, you know, they 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 transcend humanity. You know, they transi- transcend time in a sense. I don't know. I just think they're really interesting. Are you, like, isn't there a theory or something that some people are lizards? And like human lizards. Do you think Mark train. Zuckerberg's a lizard? I mean, we all are lizards in a sense. You ever heard the term lizard brain? Uh, yeah, I guess. No one's ever told you to use your lizard brain or something? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard that term. Really? Ever. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What it's kind of just like, that? it's like um, lizard brain. It's like the most primitive, you know, part of your brain. You know, because lizards, you know, were here well before us and before any mammals. Have you ever owned a lizard? Um... Yeah, no, I actually have not, but my little brother 
like I have a family friend who has a um, has a leopard gecko, and they uh, they're one of those families that travels a lot. You know what I'm saying? So they're mm-hmm. always dumping their pets off on other people. So like um, most of the time, like there's a leopard gecko at my house, but I'm not a big gecko guy. Geckos aren't that cool. But um, what's the difference between a gecko and a lizard? Well, a gecko is a lizard, but a gecko like they don't have scales. Like they're just like they're just kind of weird. They don't really do anything. They store all their fat in their tails. So like when they're in captivity, they have like these really weird fat tails. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. You, is that your like aspiration in life to like own a bunch of lizards? To yeah. be honest, I'm a big fan of. When I grow up, I want to have a menagerie. Like, you know what a menagerie is? No. No. It's like a uh, a collection of animals, you know, plants and stuff like that. It's kind of like having an ecosystem. Like taxidermy. Animals Not taxidermy, like, live animals. It's like basically having like a mini zoo at your house, like a menagerie. Interesting. What's, what animal do you think you could own that would be highest up on the food chain? Without um, feeling bad, too. Like, people have lions and tigers, like, and what's, not what do you mean highest up on the food chain? Like, like what? What's the biggest animal? Yeah, like you the could biggest have animal, without the most feeling, ferocious animal. Without I mean, feeling, you could put anything in a domesticate. Cage. You could domesticate. Yeah. I mean, the term domestication. I mean, like, like if domestic- that's your goal in life, what's, what's your prize? You can't domesticate an animal that's not domesticated. Domestication takes generations. I guess you can train animals, but um. You know, it's all right. You so, what's your what's your dream? If I could have any animal, own. yeah. Huh. Um. I don't know. Um. My dream animal to own. You said this is your dream to have a mini zoo. No, it's so. but the, but the, but the menagerie is with small animals. You know, lizards, uh, crabs. Uh, you know, you have ecosystems. It's like a small with exhibit. In your exactly. House. Yeah. 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 Um. So ideally, know. you would like build one into your future home. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. You know, a lot of like, it's like, uh, I like to, ha- I'd love to have a fish tank too. Like a saltwater fish tank. That's really cool. Um, it's a hobby. That. You know what I'm saying? Like some people like gardening, you that's know, fair. It, it's, yeah. it's just like, it's the same kind of stuff. How would you handle the aroma if it was built into your home? Of what? Uh, a fish tank. Fish tanks really don't smell that much. Especially if there's salt water. I think yeah. And if you have like the correct really? filter systems. Yeah. I remember walking to the aquarium. Well, that's and the it aquarium. Was one of the worst. Well, that's the pe- that's the penguin exhibit, dude. That's that's. My cousin yeah. said that he had a prom at an aquarium, and they were like all that's sitting down. That's actually kind of cool. No, he said it was the worst place ever. That's I mean, sounds, like you, sitting down eating. Couldn't be worse than, a, like, than the Odyssey. Uh, it sounds worse. Than it the sounds Odyssey. way worse. I was not. A big he was fan. sitting down like eating while like penguins were pooping right next to him, and like he uh. said, it smelled horrible. <laughs> Nobody was happy, and like they wouldn't open the doors to let them out. They just had to like walk around the aquarium. That sounds awful. Yeah, that's worse. That's worse than a boat, no doubt. Ten I, times I did not like the boat at all. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Are you just not a boat guy, Bert? No. Yeah, I I just didn't like the uh, the DJ sucked. I don't know. I just thought it was like I think it would have just been way more fun if it it was at like a uh, like a big event room, like a ballroom. You know what I'm saying? DJ was just. Half ass. Yeah, the DJ she was. Did not yeah, care. she was. She, she was. Did she did care. not care. She like literally was just like, "Yep, I'm just here." I it looks like care. they pointed at somebody out on the street and said, "Can you just come and put on a headset? We'll like have a Spotify playlist." Yeah. No, she literally just, just click play on a Spotify playlist. All you yeah, have to yeah. do is wear a headset, and like, we'll she didn't pay have you a mixer. Like, I could have gotten like my boy, like paid him like twelve bucks to like come down and DJ our thing, and it would have been like the best night of her life. You know who's what I'm your saying? Your boy. Yeah. Who's uh, Josh Lunger. Shout out Josh Lunger. Wellsy Bass. 
I don't know that. Yeah, but I'm, my my point being is like I could have just got like a random kid that just has like, like the most fundamental like you know mixer like and a computer that could literally have come and just like, you know, made it an awesome night. But. Trotters, you don't seem like you would have liked the songs that this girl was playing. Did you go Trotters? What, what type of music yeah, do you listen oh. to, Trotters? I'm actually big in the country music. Uh, recently, oh. I've been oh, not a country guy. Yeah, I don't like wow, that's gross. No, I think country music's like American music, and I'm, I'm actually, getting, <laughs> I'm really into it. That's I'm pretty controversial. Really like old country or new country? I feel like there is um, difference because I can listen to like Trotters, old country songs. You brought up, so you okay? You brought up country music. Where were you on January sixth, twenty twenty one? Don't remember to be honest. You don't remember. You can't say something. You can't at least try to give an alibi. <laughs> Where is this going, Burn? <laughs> Where is this going? Is this is this election? Is this election? I think thing? we may have to just leave this. Are you really trying to deflect it? Jan- is January sixth when the Capitol was stormed? Yeah, bingo. Yeah, I was at my house, dude. All right, okay. <laughs> Why wow, you you insinuating that I would storm the Capitol? I don't know. Um, I th- I don't know if I'd go that far. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's just um, yeah, I was insinuating that you would storm the Capitol. Yeah. Um, but um. Well, because also, like, a lot of people, like, were there, and they but they deny it. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people were there, stormed the Capitol, and then have, like... Just went back to their regular and, No, no, no. And, I feel and, like they're and, all on video, though. No, no, no. I know, but that's the thing. They caught a lot of people on video. Like, right. you know, I'm talking about, like, you know, celebrities and stuff, and, like, you know, prominent figures in our society, but they just deny it. Right. It's like, if you're there, like, if you were going to storm... If you're literally... If you're storming the Capitol building, like, how do you not have the nuts to just be like, yeah, I was there. I stormed the Capitol building. You know what I'm saying? It's the most cowardly, like... It's people so are cowardly. coward. I think people are cowards, you know? People would do that. I could see that 100% happening. People love to get in the mob mentality, and then you put them on the spot. I know, but it's, like, not just the mob mentality. It's, like, the most profane, like... Like, if you had to... If you could think of, like, the worst things you could do, I think, like, raiding and destroying the Capitol building would be, like, top five. Yeah, so and I don't there. even shop And therefore, to, like, uh, I think... Like, you would know that, like, once you do that, like, your life is, like, you know, you're going to jail, you're getting killed, like, it's a war. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, retract on that. I say for this, like, the mom mentality is kind of a cop-out because people were, like, planning for a while. Yeah. Like, all right, you have to buy a plane ticket on your own. You're not going to be with anybody. Yeah. You got to get to wherever. Did they stay in a hotel? For this? I think were there they, was. I literally think there was. I think they, well, yeah, they, I think they booked out a whole hotel. Mob mentality. Once you get there, you can get I into the mob mentality. I know. But they were on their own for a while of this. Well, the, 90% have all those, of their trip was on their own. Well, it's all those online servers. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, it's like the 4chan and stuff. That chill stuff. But anyway, but um, not chill stuff. But Dietrich, you have a question? All right. So number one. We're doing trivia, by the way. Number one. Who collaborated with Karl Marx to produce the Communist Manifesto? I don't think I have the answer for that. Who, who is it? Frederick Engels. Oh yeah. man, Frederick I Engels. thought that would be a layup for you. Yeah, I, I guess I guess not. Someone well versed right. in political yeah. economic history, well, I feel like I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider myself well versed. Yeah, I think most people would though. All right, these other ones might be more difficult than it. Oh, shoot. Number two, who was murdered along with O.J. Simpson's estranged wife Nicole? Dude, I don't. These are. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> where are these coming from? Well, they're all very random. And like, yeah, yeah, that's I, the I can, point. yeah, I can't. There's I no, no thread idea. between. Yeah. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ronald Goldman yeah. was his name. No of idea. course, Ronald Goldman. Yeah, that that guy. Anyway, all right. Number three, a crepuscular animal becomes active at what time? 
<laughs> I don't even know what a crepuscular animal is. Do you, do you, Bert? Yeah, dusk, dude. Is it dusk? Yeah. I feel like you're just making that up. Oh. No, no, no. It is dusk. Yeah. But, but Bert, you're saying that as if like you knew the answer. I did I, not. Yeah. yeah when I well, I didn't know. Him, the I think answer, it was pretty clear. When I asked him the first time, he said mid afternoon, which was pretty close. To be honest, that's close. That's close. That's close. Number four. What were the earliest forms of contraceptives made from? Um, goat intestine. I'm just gonna go on a limb and say goat intestine. That's what me and Bert. That, yeah, thought. I think that yeah. is the correct answer. I, I like, think that's the first form of condoms. Yes. Yeah. But you are wrong for contraceptives. The first form, the earliest yeah. forms of contraceptives were made from crocodile dung. The Egyptians used that. How would that even work? I think it has like spermicides in it that can. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, exactly. That's so, pretty, yeah. Yeah. so that was way back okay. then. Those chillings. Um, yeah. All right. Number five. What does the E stand for in the name Chuck E. Cheese? Come on. Oh, God. I don't know. The what? E stands for the same thing in basically everything that has an E in it. Like that WWE. Yeah. Entertainment. Of course. Let's yes. Go. Bingo. All right. All right. Chucky e. C with the assist. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, now, this one's on the opposite side of the spectrum. During the mid-1970s, David Bowie's diet reportedly consisted solely of milk, red peppers, and what else? I'm going to go on a limb and say drugs. David Bowie's a big drugs yeah, I'll guy. Yeah, elaborate. Yeah. What kind of drugs What drugs specifically? specifically? Cocaine. Yep. Bingo. Wow. All right. Wow, Trotters. All right, that's your first one. Worst now. diet of all time. No, Hunter S. Thompson had a much worse diet. Honestly, no. I don't how, think I don't know did. how you could get much what worse. What do you mean? Hunter S. Th- yeah, he I was can... very heavy on the drugs, if I recall. However, like, why red peppers? Like, why red peppers and, and milk? Like, milk. If you would have combined so two weird. things, like, like Why? Like, red peppers? Like, what? You just eat raw red peppers? All right. Substitute red peppers out for, like, the worst possible drug you can find. I think red peppers are worse. I think that's weirder. It's just right, weirder. No, no, no. It's low-key weirder. I'd rather have better? a dude. I think it would be more normal if the dude was doing DMT with milk than red peppers. Like, I, I genuinely believe that. That is true. I red peppers is what, that's uh, Maybe you just want to cool down the red peppers <clears throat> with But, like, the milk. why red? Who the hell eats red peppers? Red peppers aren't even spicy. Are they just bell peppers or are they spicy? It depends on what type of yeah, red pepper you red, red bell peppers. I feel like that couldn't be good for um, your bowels. I'm going to read you now Hunter S. Thompson's daily routine, like his diet. Well, included his diet, all right? All right. I think everyone in the school knows 3 p.m., rise. Okay. 3.05, <laughs> Shavas Regal with the morning papers, Dunhills, I think cigarettes, right? Yeah. 3.45, cocaine. Okay. 3.50, another glass of Shavas, Dunhill. 4.05, first cup of coffee, Dunhill. 4.15, cocaine. 4.16, orange juice, Dunhill. 4.30, cocaine. Love the orange juice. 4.54, cocaine. 5.05, cocaine. Hmm. 5.11, coffee, Dunhills. 5.30, more ice in the Shavaz. 5.45, cocaine, etc., etc. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? I don't know. This was in his notes. Interesting. 6 p.m., grass to take the edge off the day. 7.05, Woody Creek Tavern for lunch, Heineken, two margaritas, coleslaw, a taco salad, a double order of fried onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, a bean fritter, Dunhills, another Heineken, cocaine, and for the ride home, a snow cone. 9 p.m. starts... (laughs) 9 p.m. starts snorting cocaine seriously. Right? 10 p.m. drops acid. 11 p.m. chartreuse, cocaine, grass. 
11.30, cocaine, etc., etc. 12.05 to 6 a.m., chartreuse, cocaine, grass, Shavas, coffee, Heineken, clove cigarettes, grapefruit, Dunhills, orange juice, gin, continuous pornographic movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part. That's the best part. 6 a.m., the hot tub champagne, Dove bars, fettuccine Alfredo. 8.20 a.m., go to sleep. See, I don't believe that because... There's no way that someone that does that much, that many drugs, like has a schedule like that. Yeah, uh, he's, down, he's literally regimented. down. He's literally down to he's five so, minutes. He's, well, so, no, he's got to no, be no. so crossed. We talked about this, Mr. Leo's. I guess he like went to the doctor, and they were like, essentially, if you stop taking drugs, You'll you're die. gonna die. Yeah. So you have to keep up this regimen oh. that you have cut out for yourself. Oh, interesting. And now you're, and he ended up living a fairly long life. He was just coked up the whole time. Huh? So, How do you? Uh, money up for that well he was a very successful writer yeah he wrote uh i guess he'd write so how long did he write i met kind of i I remember when he said he started writing but like how long was that like six hours he was writing for six hours Uh, approximately yeah probably felt like three minutes to him cocaine gets you going i guess yeah i suppose all right well well trotters we have one more uh number thrembo how many (laughs) languages is c3po fluent in 1,024. Oh, my God, you're off. Not even close. Do you want to try again, maybe? 16. Right, you're going the wrong way. (laughs) Okay, yeah. 16. Over 6 million. What? Yep. There's millions and millions of alien dialects, you know, in Star Wars. I guess. That's a pretty stupid answer, Charlie. I mean, he's a human protocol droid. Like, what do you expect? That's his whole thing. He's like a translation. 6 million is, that's gigantic. Number. We're talking about a whole galaxy here filled with all these. How many languages do you think are on Earth? I'd say probably, you know, I don't even know. Well, Definitely dialects or languages? 16. Well, languages. Oh, certainly more than 16. What? On Earth? Yeah, but. Let's give that a Google. I wonder how much memory you'd have to have. Well, yeah, droid, it's also it doesn't a robot, matter. So. Still, though, there's got to be a limit to capacity for that. It's also Star Wars, Strotters. Fair. Anything can happen in that's, Star Wars. That's fair. We don't live by the rules of our world. I mean, yeah. Hold on. All right. Well, for the last thing, Trotters. All right. If you've listened to the episode, like you say. Listen to the first episode. Then you know the way we end this is that you rate your experience. on it. We do a typical nine-point scale. Okay. So Nine-point scale. Nine-point scale. Well, it's nine's the best. And nine's the best. Yeah. So we go one, two, three, four, five, six, thrombo, seven, eight, nine. So it's like just a typical standard um, nine-point scale. You know what I'm saying? So thrombo. Do you want to just brief me on that quickly? Uh, yeah, it's just essentially a number that um, you know historians and mathematicians have debated its existence for a long time now. But um, you know, recently, like with the boom of the internet, people have right. uh, brought it back in an attempt to do what? I don't know. Interesting. However, we on the Technofetal Lizards recognize Thrembo as a legitimate number, and um, you know, we use a you know, a nine-point scale to measure things rather than the 10-point scale, which is what we use, you know, in the rest right, of the world. Right. So um, it's really just a, uh, you know, we just believe people have creative choice to, you know, include it if they want or if they I don't like want. It. I like it. And, you know, I just felt uh, it just feels right, you know. It just feels like it's there, you know, and that's why we use it. But anyway, how would you rate your experience on a scale of one to nine, including Thrembo? I think it would be an eight-point Thrembo. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. See, that's that's probably the best rating that we've got saucy. because 
you've used thre- like because that 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 works. That is what it is. Yeah, I mean, Carol what gave an eight point five. Yeah, that's a coward answer. Yeah, it was because it, it, it is just a number, so right. it can work as a decimal. You know, you can add it, you can subtract it, you can divide it, you can multiply it. Does it's that, there. It's up to you too. If that's the case, are there no whole numbers? What do you mean? Because it you're was thinking, you're thinking way too much about this. Yeah, because it would, out, it would stop. Yeah, because at eight point nine. Chill out. In what sense? Well, yeah, Thurber right. actually, actually brings up a lot of. Uh, yeah, let's. It 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 changes the. Changes um, the world as we know it. Yeah, yeah it changes the know. structure of well, numbers. Yeah, we'll talk. We can talk about this another time. Because um, technically, it's an odd number. Yeah. All right. All right. Anything to say? Thanks for having me, boys. Thanks, guys. Right. Love you. That was Chill AF. Um, I don't think I'm going to go to class after this. <laughs> <laughs>